0: City to city, state to state, worldwide. You're listening to the In The Zone Network. This is it. What? Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of the Check On Your Strong Friends podcast. Today's episode is sponsored by Innovations of Excellence, Event Management, and Public Relations Firm. Led by Portia Outen, this is the firm that I personally use for my own brand, so I'm so excited to tell you more about them so that you can learn about the firm where curated events and storytelling meet.
1: Ladies and gentlemen all over the world, it's about that time for the new top-rated mental health podcast. Check on your strong friends with the queen of bouncing back, Lauren Spearman. So grab a snack, sit back, and relax, because it's about to get real.
0: Hello. I feel like I'm on Barney. Hello again to all my friends, I'm glad you came to play. (laughs) This is Lauren Spearman, the host of the Check On Your Strong Friends podcast and I'm so glad that you took the time out of your busy schedule to check in with me today. Um, As always, I want you to know that the first thing that we are going to do is a wellness check from me to you. I want to know how you're doing, what's going on in your life. So feel free to reach out to me. Um, You can DM me at check on your strong friends on Instagram. You can also reach me on Facebook at Lauren Spearman. And just let me know how you're doing. Give me some feedback some questions, things you want to see on the podcast, because this is your podcast and my podcast is the friend that everyone needs. So today I'm super excited because I have an amazing guest. Um, I honestly don't even know how I'm this lucky (laughs) to get a guest of this magnitude on my first podcast. But I'm just so glad that God made that divine connection. His name is Monty Mott. And he is not only an amazing, dope podcast host of the Shareholders Podcast and of our favorite scenes, but he is also the owner of the Mighty Sharp Media Network. So he's a powerhouse in his own right. And I'm so excited that we were able to connect. I was a guest on his podcast and he um, gave me the nickname El Busy, which was so appropriate for my current lifestyle right now. Um, But we just instantly clicked and I just knew that I wanted to uh, have him to come on and speak to my listeners as well. So without further ado, I would like to welcome my superstar guest, Mr. Monty Mott, How are you today?
1: feel busy. I am doing <laughs> great after that intro. I can't even, I don't even know what to say after all of that. I, I was I was like, who is she talking about? Is it still me on here? <laughs> I <was> like, wow. <laughs> yes,
0: it is still you. Um, I've, you know, had a chance to lurk and do my due diligence and Uh, go through your page and so I saw so many interesting things I was like I've got to have him on because you know um, at first I was kind of going back and forth on what to ask you um, about and what our topic would be today because you had some interesting videos in reference to um, relationships and, and the role of men and women so you know that may be something that you know if you feel like coming back on my humble podcast we can even explore that on a different date Um, but I'm just so glad to have you here so my number one question of course as I mentioned is the wellness check you wear many hats you know as the talent as the owner you know producer I even saw a video of you actually um, being hands-on and and Putting up things to allow your studio to be soundproof. So outside of you yeah. being, you know, everything that you are, how are you personally as a man? How are you today?
1: You know, uh, Lauren, I'm doing I'm doing well. There is, of course, a lot going on in 2020, and that's why this show you're doing is an amazing idea. I wish I had thought about it, <laughs> but it is um, it is totally needful and. Me, myself, I'm, I'm, I'm doing well. There's been a lot of ups and downs in 2020, but yes. trying to just be consistent and maintain with all the things that are happening. So, you know, overall, I'm doing well
0: that's what we love to hear. And just as you said, 2020 has been such a crazy year. And a lot of people are realizing that once they got a chance to slow down and get out of their regular routine, that a lot of feelings they didn't know they had kind of came bubbling to the surface. So I was just interested um, with you being a black man, a professional black man, a successful black man. Have you ever personally had any experience with mental illness?
1: You know learning what i've um learned about mental illness now and you know growing up in the black community it was not you know it's not a, a hot topic for us or right. it, it wasn't you know what i mean and i think there's always been a stigma behind that. when you say mental illness you feel like a person you know has you know some sort of thing where they need to be institutionalized or things like that but mm-hmm. learning what i learned now you know just like how you can you know, catch a cold and, you know, then, you know, you're over it or anything like that. You can go through some some, some situations and things like that. So in reevaluating kind of my life and things like that, um, you know, I wouldn't say that, <laughs> maybe some of my friends would say that, I wouldn't say that I'm mentally ill, but you know, there have been some times where you, I've had to just do a real mental assessment of myself and say, man, you know, let me just kind of recenter, let me reset. So I think, I think everybody, You know, just like your human body is, Mm -hmm. you know, going through times of sickness. I think everybody at some point has had to deal with something just in their mental capacity that was not right, that hopefully they were able to, you know, address and get a hold of before, you know, they got away from them.
0: And you talked about finding your center so that leads me into an amazing question that I think that our listeners would need to hear what ways do you find your center like what what is your happy place and how do you find peace and refuge to do your reset when need be
1: oh yeah that is uh first of all uh with God my my relationship with Christ is is everything it, it's to the point Lauren that You know, sometimes I wonder how people do it without God. You know, I know there are people who are not believers, like agnostic, atheist, whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how they do it because I need God every day just to help me. And, you know, my Mm -hmm. church is big, you know, for me, Um, going and hearing a word, you know, it's nothing like your pastor speaking into your life when he didn't even know what you were going through. You know what I mean? And you just hear something. It's like, man, that is exactly what I need. That
0: needed. confirmation. Um,
1: mm-hmm. That, yes, that confirmation is everything. So that's big for me. Um, I'm a musician as well. So, you know, music helps me a lot um, just to be able to, I don't know, <laughs> we might get into that at some point, but that that's huge for me as well to just sit back unplug listen to something and it really it really feeds my spirit um, as well so that i would say those things really help and then you know family and friends also are always big. but those are the kind of the first things that i always run to
0: it's so refreshing to me to hear a black man openly speak about going to church Um, outside of my friends who are ministers I honestly don't hear that a lot so it just really is refreshing to me to hear you say that that is such a huge part of your life and one of the driving forces and the ways that you're able to make it are you involved in your church um, as a musician or as a part of any ministries or anything like that
1: Yeah, I, you said you knew uh, your minister friends. I am a a minister of music at my church. Oh, okay. Um, And I, yeah, I do uh, a lot with, uh, you know, playing and and the, you know, singers and things like that. So I'm I'm very much involved in my church and um, it's a big part of who I am. It's always been a big part of, of who I've been. And I credit that a lot with, just the things that I've been able to uh, succeed in because, um, you know, there can be a stigma in church where, you know, oh man, church is this, church is that, or things mm-hmm. like that, but I just know for me personally, being there and being around, you know, the Saints and you know, even though in these times it's kinda of been we've had to be separated, but it, it's it's um it's always been uh, a a true cornerstone in my life, for sure.
0: Yeah, I was just gonna say how does that work when you are used to having that physical connection and that form of fellowship and you get pulled away from that. So like as the Minister of Music, do you still go to the church on Sundays and you're part of the recordings or are you guys, everybody's at home?
1: Yeah, well, you know, in Nevada, uh, the governor, we can only have 50 people in a okay. uh, service. So what we just did last night, what we do is we pre-tape our praise and worship. So we did about a, a six song um, set and then we'll we'll just use those sets and we'll play them um during, you know, because we have like Sunday morning service, Wednesday service, things like that. So we tape, we pre-taped our stuff. And then um, Sundays, the saints just come and they'll watch it. We got a big screen and they'll watch it on the screen.
0: Oh, that's so innovative. Yeah, I hadn't thought yeah, about that's, that, it's, but that's, it's, that's really good that you guys mm-hmm. are still focused on keeping the praise and worship atmosphere, but also keeping your members safe. That's an right. amazing yeah, thing. definitely, definitely. So I want to shift gears because I have been having a lot of conversations lately surrounding the black male experience. I have an amazing mentor, um, Ivy McGregor, who put out a task for us in the month of July, um, which was called hashtag We Lift Black Men. And so there were different black men that are in our mentorship group that hosted different convenings that were for men only just to, you know, pour into them and lift them up. And I wanted to know how I could do my part because I'm like, I wanna be able to lift black men too. And it's so funny, I put up a Facebook post that was asking black men, you know, like, who do you vent to? and I Mm -hmm. want to ask you that same question as well who do you vent to when you need to just release and and just get it all out Uh,
1: can I just say this real quick El Busy if this is your first show or whenever this is I know you're just starting this out these are amazing questions that you're asking (laughs) Um, Lord my first podcast was a hot mess (laughs) but (laughs) these are so good Um, thank you but Yeah, you know, who do I vent to? Me and you kind of talked about this when you came on my podcast. I'm kind of the one, the the
0: The person that a lot of people come
1: to that Mm -hmm. vent. You know, I'm kind of that guy. So I'm used to people kind of coming to me, but I do, I have a friend, uh, me and him, we kind of really vent to each other. Um, I'll call him up like, bro, hey man, what is happening? Know, we'll talk about. I mean, literally anything—political stuff, you know, religious stuff, anything. Sports. We yelling about. Um, definitely been to him, and then I also have. I, I have some very good, close, close friends. I can't do it with everyone, um, and and I'm not really maybe. Just a person that needs to do it a lot, but when I do need to, um, I, I have I have a, a close knit circle of people and. I think everybody needs, even if you are the quote unquote strong mm-hmm. friend of your group, you still need somebody mm-hmm. that, you know, it's just you can call and be like, hey man, I just gotta tell you X, Y, and Z, you know, even if it's not a lot, but just knowing that you have that outlet available. I really feel like that's important. And some people, you know, uh need a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> some folks they need like a whole network of people to vent to, and I'm I'm in that network for some people where they'll just hit me up and I'm like, okay, come on through. And I think, and on the other side of that, I think if a person is venting to you, I think it's important just to listen. You know, they maybe don't even need you to always come and try to give a solution. Well, do this, do that, do that. I think if you just listen to the person and let them kind of burn it off, Mm -hmm. (laughs) so to speak, and kind of come down, I think that's really important because it's like, Sometimes you don't really want a person to even say much. Just listen to me. Let me get this out and be done with it and, and I'll be all right. So if you're the Ventor or the Ventee, I don't even know if those are real words, but <laughs> <laughs> I think both of those are important to know
0: absolutely and for those who are out there listening you are checking out the check on your strong friends podcast hosted by lauren spearman and if you are one of those people that monty stated need an entire network feel free to use this show as your network we are the friend that everyone needs you can feel free to dm me and i will be able to be there for you as best as i personally can I know you are enjoying this episode. Just give us a moment. We're going to take a brief break, and I promise we will be right back to get back into it. You are listening to Check on Your Strong Friends podcast on In The Zone Network. Innovations of Excellence founder, Portia Allen, understands what it takes to move big ideas forward. Working at the cross-section of media relations and event management allows Portia and her team to bring a unique perspective to the marketplace. She believes that the right mix of community-focused events, strategic communications, and corporate partnerships can change the landscape of the world we live in. Her clients have been featured in on-air appearances with CNN, The Today Show, Hallmark Channel, NPR, and more. If you want to take your brand to the next level and gain widespread exposure, contact her today. The website is InnovationsOfExcellence.com and she's also found on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram under Portia Outen. And that's spelled P-O-R-S-C-H-A-O-U-T-E-N. Contact her today. City to city, state to state, worldwide. You're listening to the In The Zone Network. This is Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Check on Your Strong Friends podcast with Lauren Spearman, the Bounce Back Advocate. We are checking on your strong friends who are black men. Today's episode is sponsored by Innovations of Excellence, Media Relations, and Public Management Firm, founded by Portia Outen. We're going to tell you more about our partner throughout the episode, so make sure you tune in. Monty, you hit on something so incredible when you said that you can't vent to everyone. Because there are some people out here that will abuse your vulnerability. And they may run and tell everybody your business or they will judge you or they will make you feel in such a way that you completely shut down and you never share with anybody else again so I love how you touched on that and you said you know there's an importance in choosing and selecting wisely who you decide to vent to that was so awesome when I did my question online, I was surprised to find that a lot of men either said that they don't have anyone to vent to or they said like their pastor or a friend like you. There were no men in my post Well there was one. I'll say that. Out of all of the comments and it was over a hundred comments one man said that he vents to his wife. And that just truly blew my wow. mind because I'm like, your your wife is supposed to be your best friend. Like nobody said my girlfriend, nobody said my homegirl. And so for me that just took it up a notch in my own mind that I've wanted to figure out how to be a supportive black woman to a black man. So since I happen to have a qualified black man on the line, I would love to get your <laughs> feedback on what I can do and what black women can do to make you feel supported as a black man.
1: Um, You know, that's actually amazing that you said only one guy said that. Only one. Of- wow, that, that, you know, for me, um, like currently, you know, I put all my business in the street, but currently I'm single, right? So, um, but I was in a relationship for a while. And while I was in a relationship with that person, well, she definitely was the one I would, you know, vent to. And I feel like if you could not be that person, I'm in a relationship with you, then that kind of makes me wonder why I'm in a relationship to begin with. But for a black woman, I feel like, as a black man, just to know—I mean, there's a lot of things, and you know, guys like physical traits or whatever. Or I want her to be successful and all that, all that, and that's fine, you know. And I mean, we you know, men are visual, so you know, we we know what we like <laughs> and things like that. True, true. But I, you know, and a lot of people always ask people, "What do you want in a woman for this? And what do you want for this?" And, you know, when you do music, so do you want a girl that can sing and all that? And I tell people all the time, I said, I don't, I don't really care if she can sing or if she can cook, whatever. The most important thing for me is to know that she has my back. Mm. And I feel like for black men, and especially in 2020, to know that a woman has your back and man, no matter what uh, goes down, if i fail in a business or if i succeed or if you know she is going to be there for me that it will inspire a man to be a better man you know what i mean wow um, that's awesome so i i want to tell like especially for ladies i know especially on social media there's all these images of what a woman should be and there's these you know kind of these You know what I mean? You know, there's stuff out there where it seems like, oh, this type of woman is getting a lot of follows or this type of woman. And you know what? Don't even worry about that. If you really want to, even if you're just a friend of a black man and it's not even a relationship type situation like that, I'm telling you what, if you can give him the feeling that, man, such and such, you know, she really has my back, that goes... That goes so far because for a man to be able to open up to a woman is a very, you know, that's a, that's a big deal. Don't, don't get it twisted. Guys still are macho, (laughs) you know, (laughs) it's still as much, you know, as we try to be enlightened and, you know, sensitive brother and all of that. It's still that macho thing. So you really, you really kind of have that guard up as a man. And so. Um, I feel like that's really really for me important and I think for a lot of brothers too
0: so just to help out our sisters who may be listening because since you revealed I'll reveal as well I am single also um and I used to be that single woman that was constantly like okay God when is when is he coming when is when are you sending Boaz I'm ready. I'm prepared. And then um, I kind of encountered some real life uh, situations and instances that showed me that I have more preparation that I need to do individually so that when I do come together with someone, I can be whole and complete. And then we just become this power couple together um, versus me trying to seek what I lack in them. So now that I'm a little more educated, I'm just kind of soaking everything all in and taking this time as development and lessons. So if you could provide myself and some of the sisters listening with some insight as to what ways, what tangible ways or what things can we do besides just telling you to let you know that we have your back? How can we show you?
1: Oh man, that's, that's a really a uh, great question um, as well. You know, I feel like, it, and I'm just how you kind of said that before, where as a single person, you're in that waiting mode, you know, and like you said, women are waiting for their Boaz or the men you're waiting for your Ruth or things like that. But um, I think the key is, and this, this this might not make sense, but don't just be waiting, mm. be active. The you know, and I told you this on wow. my podcast, one of the first things that attracted me to even bringing you on my show was that you were so active and I said, man, she is doing a lot of things. I was like, I need to talk to this person. And you know, ladies, a real man will be attracted to the things that you're doing and it's not about trying to get a man, if that makes sense. It's like, any man is intimidated by a successful woman, to me, it's not the man that should be with that successful woman. Like, you know, don't ever let a man make you feel like, oh, you're doing too much. You just need to, you know, ladies, be yourself, do for you. Act as if, man, I'm gonna get all this, I'm gonna get this bag by myself. And I mean, I feel like that's so attractive to me. Like, mm-hmm. man, that, if she's a go getter, that means, man, you know, if she's down and I'm up, what well, is she gonna work to get up? And if I'm down and she's up, She's gonna help me to get back up. Like I feel like that's so important. So keep doing you, you know what I mean? And keep being who you are and what you radiate, it will attract. Don't I feel like when people try to be something they're not, and it's like, okay, let me do this to get a spouse, let me do this to get a man or a woman. If that's not who you really are. And I feel like at some point it's gonna be shown. I'm like, man, this is not who you really are. But if you're doing you, like I feel like everything you do lauren is genuine and so a person that is looking at you they're gonna see the real you immediately and that is so key because a guy will be like man i I, I tell people that that a relationship i was in the first person i was trying to really be serious about i told my friend i said yo i gotta get myself together because she immediately challenged me without even i had never even spoke to her but i just could tell and i said and i loved that i was just like yeah so you know that's that's what i would say
0: that is so amazing to me to think that this woman was so phenomenal that you felt as though you had to step your game up to even approach her Like You just knew. And when you spoke about Ruth, that was so on point with what you said, because the story of Ruth is always that she was found working. And so that's just amazing to me how you decided to use that correlation of how, you know, we as women should be active and authentic in our personal pursuits. And the right person will pick up on that energy and then find us, um, which is exactly the story with Ruth in the Bible. She was working and she... Uh, presented herself available so this is just an awesome wealth of information that you are providing Um, if you are just tuning in I welcome you this is Lauren Spearman and you are listening to the check on your strong friends podcast and today I'm checking on my strong friend Monty Mont who is a black male in today's society and it's important to me in the climate of what is going on that I check on him and I make sure that he's good so one of the other questions that I wanted to speak with you about um, because I was a guest on your show and we spoke about uh, social activism and we spoke about Breonna Taylor Uh, but I want to come to you now and I want to ask you about you know George Floyd and so many countless others you know with this going on what would you say that your main stressors or pain points are as a black man living in today's society
1: you know, um, seeing, of course, the George Floyd video, as much things as I've seen in my life, it's still really just kind of, not shocked me, but it was just such a hurtful thing to watch. And I, uh, I've talked, of course, with a lot of friends and things like that, and we've done shows about it. And it's just the fact that I think there's still, amaz- I'm still amazed at the misconception black people in general and black men you know that uh you know we're a threat to someone or we're dangerous or we need to be treated this way because of who people think we are you know you have to literally put your knee on a man's neck and just lay on him and he's already handcuffed and he's not it's just amazing to me and you go on social media and you sometimes you can just see such terrible things being said and you know i just it's some, you know, and it's sometimes more than I can even <laughs> deal with sometimes, you know, and it's just like even with a mod Arbery and all of this stuff, yeah. and, you know, but I just want to say to maybe a person who is listening and maybe they listening to this and listening, they might have some of those views, you know, uh, a black man is not your enemy black man is not a dangerous it's not a dangerous animal or anything like that we are we are just like you we are um you know regular people you know now there of course are circumstances to where you know people will look at all oh, what's happening this violence in this city or this that or these people got shot in chicago and all that stuff and it's not indicative again of the black race it is not you know you can i tell people You know, you can have a baby that's born in Alabama, you know, a newborn is born in Alabama. But if you raise that baby in Russia, it's going to speak Russian. It doesn't matter. It's not, you know, a black child is not born with a violent streak or anything like that. So you have to understand and not make an excuse for it. But there are some certain factors, you know, I mean, I grew up in not the best of neighborhoods. You know what I mean? But Mm -hmm. thankfully, I had some factors that helped me out. But I know brothers that got caught up. And not again, not because they're just a bad seed to begin with. It's just the fact that there are certain circumstances. And, you know, we talked about this systematic racism that has happened to where, you know, it's put people kind of behind the eight ball and not excusing their decisions that they made. But, you know, I feel like in any society throughout the history of man, if you take away Jobs and you take away opportunities and you you know you have a lot of poverty in any capacity. Sure, there will be more crime. That's you can go back to ancient Roman times. That just that's not indicative of oh black people just like to do this and that. So I mean, it's kind of a long winded answer, but I just I just really try to educate people and let them know because I feel like even racism the same thing. Racism is not you can't look at a baby and say oh that 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 baby is going to be racist for sure. You know that's a learned thing. and it's like we can change the narrative and change how we develop around each other and listen and understand and be like yo i'm a person like you're a person this is just like lauren this is just skin color this is crazy you know like
0: we believe the same blood
1: we got the same blood in us it is it is crazy how this gets so far down the road to the point that you hate someone because of they look different from you because they're asian or they're black or it is totally beyond me but if we can break these barriers down and that is the one thing i really have enjoyed to see is in the protests. it is not just black people you know it has been white people and, and asian people and latino people and and it's just like yo let's stop this because this this doesn't make no sense this stuff that's happening this is this is insane and I I hope that the new generation that comes up will see that and they'll they'll be more aware that you know what that person is different from me but doesn't mean I have to hate them that means I just need to understand who they are
0: I know you are enjoying this episode just give us a moment we're going to take a brief break and I promise we will be right back to get back into it you are listening to check on your strong friends podcast on in the zone network of excellence positions executives and leaders to exponentially grow brand awareness and increase stakeholder engagement through public relations and event management. Are you successfully leading teams to measurable outcomes and no one knows about it? Are you having a hard time reaching target markets even with marketing campaigns and ad spend? Let's pivot forward and communicate the why to stakeholders and public audiences through curated events and public relations. Hence our motto, where curated events and storytelling mean. We'd love to see how we can help you tell your story. Contact us today at innovationsofexcellence.com. The founder, Portia Alton, will be more than happy to assist you. City to city, state to state. Worldwide, You're listening to the In The Zone Network.
1: This is it. What?
0: Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Check On Your Strong Friends podcast with Lauren Spearman, the Bounce Back Advocate. We are checking on your strong friends who are black men. Today's episode is sponsored by Innovations of Excellence, Media Relations, and Public Management Firm, founded by Portia Outen. We're going to tell you more about our partner throughout the episode, so make sure you tune in. Absolutely, And that was such an amazing answer. You touched on so many things um, that I was even going to ask you in reference to Unfair or unrealistic expectations that are imposed upon you, and as far as um, misconceptions about black men, you literally in that answer tied a neat bow (laughs) around that big long answer, right? (laughs) No, but it, it was perfect because it was not only an answer, but it was a call to action to everyone out here to number one, operate in love, and number two, recognize when you have children, they are a sponge, they are soaking. Up what you give them. So make sure that what you're teaching them is what's right and that you are not breeding future generations to come out here and hate and destroy, um, but you're building future leaders that will unite and come together and make this world a much better place. Yes, yes. There is a question I do want to ask you um, just off the cuff um, because you spoke on diversity. And I know there is always been such a stigma around black men and interracial dating, right? Mm-hmm. So you think about men like Tay Diggs, um, who literally was torn to shreds um for his relationship with his wife who he knew even before he got famous. Like even before we yeah. knew him. Um, but he was torn to shreds about that or like um Omari Hardwick of Power? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, who has a wife. I'm not sure if she's fully Caucasian um or if she's, you know, mixed race, but you know, he catches a lot of flack So I just want to ask you as a black man, uh, what is your stance on interracial dating, whether it be a black man, um, with a woman that is non-black or a black woman with a man who is non-black? What, how do you feel about that?
1: You know what, man, Lauren, that is a, that's a hot button question right there. And, um, it's amazing that you, you asked me that. Um, I guess I'm gonna have to give you a little bit more of my business.
0: Okay. (laughs) Um, (laughs)
1: I've, I've actually, um, I was blessed to grow up and be able to go to a private school. And, you know, I lived around, all around black people. I went to, you know, black church, all that, all that. Um, my mother's from a city called Gary, Indiana, and that was maybe the most segregated city I've ever seen. Like, no white people in the whole city, you know. But when I went to that school, I, went around, I was around all white people at the school, and it really opened my eyes. Now, I say that, but... I've actually, in my personal life, I've never actually dated a white uh, woman before. Mm -hmm. Um, I've dated all black women, and I've actually dated black and Latino women, mostly black women, but I've never actually dated a white woman. And I've been around, you know, I really have no issue, like, where I don't like white women. I've just never really been, it's never really interested me. And it's funny because in my family, my cousin, who is black, she actually... Uh, she married a, a white man and I remember in my family you know it was kind of briefly a record scratch moment <laughs> where yeah, everybody like was like that. wait what what is <laughs> happening right now <laughs> but yeah <laughs> but then you know what um meeting him and getting to know him he was an amazing guy I mean he is an amazing guy and um they're you know you know things happen they're not together anymore but he's a great father to their kids he is i still talk with him today and that really changed me there because there was always that stigma and i know in 2020 there's a lot of that where you know things have happened to the point where i feel like and i'm very protective of my black sisters Mm -hmm. that they've been so marginalized a lot of times through society and you know just we talked about brianna taylor and all these things and I always wanted black women to know that they are loved and they are appreciated, especially from me. But I do say at the same time that I don't really, I feel like it's not right for me to tell someone who to love based on race. Like I don't, you know, sometimes people do things out of motivation, out of of the wrong motivation. Like if you're a black guy trying to get a white girl just to feel superior. Well, you have the wrong motivation. You know what I mean? I can't, I can't condone that and or vice versa. But me and my friends actually got into a, a conversation because there is a, um, there is a, a oh Lord, her name is Rachel Lindsay and she was on that bachelor show. Uh, I don't watch it very much, but she's on a podcast now that I check out and she married, he's not even, her husband looks totally white, but I think he's like got some Brazilian blood or whatever like that. Okay. And um, One of my friends was like, "Man, I don't know. I don't know if I can rock with old girl. She she married that dude." And I and I immediately, I said, "Man," and this you know, brothers might not like this, <laughs> but I said, "Bro, as a black man, I don't know if I'm even in the capacity to say anything about her choices because, for black women, black men, we have let y'all down." Mm. A lot. Um, I really feel we have and in a lot of different ways, you know, brothers have gotten locked up. We've done some, some we made bad decisions. We have, you know, left you all a lot for <laughs> white women for wrong reasons. Again, if you, if you made a white woman and y'all just found love, I'm not hating, but you know, you know, that thing where we,
0: right like it's like oh you're the bitter black woman i need somebody who's gonna you know i need that thing yeah that i don't
1: agree with i don't rock with that and we we i feel like you know we have really kind of let you guys down in that capacity and so i say for any black woman that makes that decision i can't really i'm not gonna hate so it's a loaded situation like i said let love be real love if you find it but don't you know Like I don't feel like you should just be with a black woman just because I can say I can. I'm with a black woman, and you know I don't. I let it be real, you know. And for me, find
0: love wherever you find
1: it. You know what I mean. But at the same time, there is that's always gonna. I I have people who are never gonna be comfortable. I have friends that just like man, I just can't ever. And I understand, you know. um, For me. I, now, I you know I'm not married, but for me, I've just been much more attracted to black women. It's just something about a black woman that is just, oh, <laughs> y'all are something. Y'all are. <laughs> thing. See, you getting me?
0: <laughs> no, but but, but it's uh, true. Not... Um, it, it's definitely true. Um, and I know that sounds crazy, like I'm tooting my own horn, but um, even in the women that I have uh, been blessed to be raised by, And to be mentored by And to be friends with There is just something about the essence The resilience um, The quiet power um, Of a black woman The nurturing The wisdom Of a black woman And I I feel the same way about black men as well I feel there is such a strength um, And a sense of protection And a uh, a sense of he's got me you know I'm covered I'm safe with him Um, I can submit to him he can lead those are just certain things and I'm not saying that other races cannot do that but I'm just saying that when I look at those attributes in my black kings and queens it just it's a feeling that I cannot explain Um, it really is To that effect I'll be fair Since we talked about you know what women Can do uh, to uplift Black men and to show black Men that hey we got you You're safe here Um, What are the things that you think that Brothers can do to pick Up that ball that was dropped
1: Oh definitely Um, And I'm I very much want to stress this to my brothers Is just the fact that you really, whether you're, you know, in a relationship with the person or not, if you just have, you know, black female friends, uh, black women have been through more than just about any race and gender in this country. And they have had to carry such a burden and uh, do so much to even lift us up. You know, like you talked about being in church, you know, most churches, it is, predominantly black women, especially, well, in black churches, I should say. And I'm like, where are the brothers at? What are we doing? You know, so we've made y'all be such, have to carry such a heavy load. Let's take some of that load back off, brothers. Let's reaffirm Uh our black women. Stand up for your black women. Like I've seen, I've seen like some stuff on social media where, you know, a black woman was being accosted by um, a white man and Nobody was really doing anything about it. Like, I just, that is totally unacceptable. And there were black men around. You know, it was totally, I'm like, what are y'all doing, man? Like, I'm not saying you need to start throwing blows, but even if she's a stranger, you should be like, oh, you know, don't, you know what I mean? And speak well of them. Recognize who they are. Like, I don't, I don't like the fact that so many black women have to, you know, raise their children alone, like, that's not right. I don't feel, I, you know, Lauren, I have a big issue with fathers not in their children's lives. Like I have a huge problem with that. Now I don't, you know, some people had, like I said, we talked about the interracial thing, but that, if you want to see old Monty Mont get upset, that makes me very upset. And I don't want to hear any excuses about, oh, was she tripping and all that? No, you do what you need to do. I'm not saying that y'all have to marry and live you know happily ever after for 50 years but even if it doesn't work out with you all to be in your child's life and that more than anything drives me insane how you can have your child and not be in their lives either because you're taking the easy way out or whatever whatever and not be a man for your your family that is that is that is totally unacceptable and that is such an easy fix Mm -hmm. just step up Okay, fine, if you gotta do the visitation thing, if you have to do whatever it takes to help your child, because the the black family structure has been so broken down and that goes back to even slavery times and things like that. That is one of the issues that have put us behind the eight ball. So as a black man, um, that's why I try to do my best even with some of the kids in my church that don't have the fathers in their lives, You know, not that I'm trying to replace their fathers, but at least to know, hey, You know, you could talk to me, or you know,
0: absolutely,
1: be that male, be a male figure in their lives. You know, Um, because I know I have my father with me, and I'm blessed. And when I played sports, I had coaches that helped me out and all that stuff. So, if you're a black man, at at the very least, try and you know, be a mentor or help to. If you know some black women and they have children that are raised on their own, at least try to give back. And I'm again, I'm not saying you gotta. Spend a whole lot of money and all that, but just just to be a positive influence there, that helps. And to reaffirm and just, and if, and if you do, if you're blessed enough to be with a Black woman, don't ever let her feel like she's by herself in a relationship. That's crazy. That's mm-hmm. not, you know what I'm saying? You know, take time to understand that I have a, I have a Black queen and I'm lucky to have her. <laughs> you know, because if you, I learned this, Lauren, if you water that plant (laughs) that is a black woman what you will get back is a hundredfold
0: absolutely you you will water that plant and we will turn it into a garden yeah (laughs) listen
1: exactly (laughs) exactly
0: i love i love this answer and um i feel like it's important i spoke about my mentor ivy mcgregor earlier And um, the initiative for July was We Lift Black Men. And then um, our next initiative going from July into August was hashtag for the family. And she talked about the chessboard and the position of the king and the queen um, and the different Pieces on the chessboard and I feel like what you said just summed it up perfectly if we are to do these things individually to honor each other as kings and queens be there for each other be a safe space don't talk ill of one another share the load anticipate each other's needs and and fulfill those needs without being asked and build each other up that quality time if we do those things individually from black king to black queen and we come together we will have the most powerful black families going forward and opportunities will be endless you know when we talk about those qualities that we possess individually man if you merge those together could you imagine like what could come from that the fruit that could be produced from that So I hope that, you know, everyone is listening, had a chance to pick up on those gems and those nuggets. Um, You're listening to the Check on Your Strong Friends podcast with your girl, your friend, Lauren Spearman, interviewing podcast extraordinaire, media network owner, Mr. Monty Mont of Las Vegas, Nevada. I am so glad that you checked in with us today. Now, there is a bonus question that I have to ask all of my listeners because I love music. And it's just so fitting that you are a musician. Um, So this is just a perfect question. There was a Facebook post that I saw the other day that was asking, uh, what is everybody's favorite throwback R&B song? And I literally was like, it's like a 14-way tie <laughs> because there are so many gems when it comes to music. And um, depending on the day, depending on what I'm feeling, depending on what I need, uh, music can literally transform my mind space and evoke that emotion. So I want to ask you, Monty Mont, musician, what is your favorite song and Why?
1: Oh boy, El Busy, you have asked a, that's probably the most loaded question you've asked all day. <laughs> um, <because laughs> man, it is, I got so many that come to my mind. Um, I'll give you, uh, okay, I, I have to give you maybe one or two, but um, I thought about that question and it's funny because um, one of one of my songs that really helped me get through for years it's a song by Kirk Franklin <clears throat> and it's called uh He'll Take the Pain Away.
0: Mm. And it's
1: from his uh, it's what, it's from the God's Property album way yes. back when he did Stomp and all that.
0: Some of your sin can die take the pain away.
1: That song, and it's kind of even speaking about when we talked about with mental issues and all that stuff, that song will, if you are going through, <laughs> put that song on because it just it just, it really encompasses what God means to me in my life and just that anything that I'm going through, you know, that pain, that that situation, you know, that you didn't get the job or the breakup, whatever, it really will minister to you. That one, um, there's, a—I guess, something current. Um, you know, I love this song. I've been just wearing it out. Uh, Kiera Shear just put out her album.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: she's Amazing. got this song called big.
0: big. Big, 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 big.
1: And she said they just kind of made it up on the fly, but it, it really it really expands my, my mind. You know, it's just like, what do you see? You know, uh thinking big, you know, big, big, big. They just keep saying it. And I, I just, it really is a great affirmation song. And I and I love that. And then uh, I got one more, one more, my favorite, you know, group in the 80s. One of my favorite 80s songs, just so y'all know. It's a song called Everybody Wants to Rule the World. It's by Tears for Fears. Everybody wants to rule the world. That's my when I hear that guitar leg like, start up, you know, I know young folks, y'all ain't gonna know nothing about that. You know, but that's my jam as Let's well. Check that out. Uh, yes. And I love Whitney Houston songs too. Okay. That's it. I'm done.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love this because listen, I could talk about music all day. I absolutely love music. Um, and it's just a cool bonus fact, knowing that you are a musician, a um, minister of music, you lead praise and worship and you set the tone for the entire worship atmosphere. So that's just an extra layer of um, elite awesomeness of why I'm so glad that you took the time to be here today. Uh, Strong friend, it was a pleasure checking in with you and checking on you and having you as a guest on my podcast. But I would be remiss if I didn't let all of these amazing listeners know where they can find you where they can check you out where they can learn more um especially the different podcast platforms that you have um so if you would just take a few moments to drop all of your amazing ways that we can check you out i would love to gift my listeners with that information
1: oh definitely um my my main platform i guess is instagram um it's monty underscore mont Mm -hmm. uh there but also really you can just go to the website and that's pretty much everything there that is uh mightysharpshow.com it's m y t sharp for all my coming to america friends yes. show.com and that's that's where we have the hub for all of our shows um i do a business shareholders podcast which is what you came on um our favorite sings is the movie or the uh the music podcast we're about to do a cooking show on youtube as well um, called the taste buds and all of our little funny videos and all that stuff is there and every place that you can subscribe and that's pretty much that's pretty much it so um just check us out there and i and i really appreciate the platform um, this i've interviewed a lot of people but i don't think i think this is the first time someone's interviewed me so it's been really, really
0: nice I got an exclusive. I feel like Barbara Walters. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I love it. The first one to interview the amazing Monty Mont. So that means when you elevate and you climb even higher, then I'm going to be able to repurpose this content and be like, he was on my show first.
1: (laughs) Hey, this coming from somebody that's, Probably hosting seven things today. Probably got <laughs> a whole weekend worth of stuff. Like, you're, you're right, right. You're talking about you. You're the one. Not me. I'm glad to be on your show.
0: L Busy. Hey,
1: <laughs> El Busy for sure. Right.
0: Oh, my goodness. Well, this has been beyond fun today. And I'm so glad I feel enriched, enlightened. Um, I feel like I can go out and be my best self as a black woman and to best love and serve the black men in my life and the ones that I encounter on a regular basis. So I just truly thank you from the bottom of my heart for taking the time and appearing on the check on your strong friends podcast. Is there any last note or word that you want to leave us with? Cause I'm going to let you close it out today. You're a church man. So I'm going to let you give the benediction today.
1: <laughs> oh man. I appreciate that. But um, honestly, for anybody listening to this amazing podcast, um, it, which is just so needful, there's a lot of things that you can for wellness and mental health and for your physical, spiritual but please be centered in God, you know, be centered in Christ and you might not even be a person that goes to church a lot and okay, that's fine but please keep yourself grounded in God because there's so many crazy things that'll pull you left and right and to and fro and the ups and downs of life but if you keep him centered and you keep him first you know, you you can't fail You will not fail. I promise you, you you will not look at anyone in the Bible that ever failed with God. It it doesn't work like that. So whatever your endeavor is, whatever you want to do, keep God first.
0: Amen. And that's it. And so it is. So thank you so much, everyone, for listening. And don't forget, no matter what you're doing, what you're facing, always make time to check on your strong friends. Until next time. Bye bye. So much for tuning in to the check on your strong friends podcast hosted by lauren spearman featuring monty mott we were checking on our strong friends who are black men and today's episode was sponsored by innovations of excellence media relations and pr firm they handle event management and anything that you need definitely reach out to them at www.innovationsofexcellence.com and they will be more than happy to assist you have a great day strong friends talk to you soon Innovations of Excellence is where curated events and storytelling meet. Founder and public relations expert Portia Outen brings clarity to multi-vision committees and helps communicate the why through proper event management and public relations procedures. She develops strategic plans that drive community engagement and social change while maintaining stakeholder relationships. In her 10 years plus of experience, she's acquired a vault of industry secrets, thoughts, processes, and perspective. Portia's partnerships have spanned across the United States from St. Louis, her hometown, to Los Angeles, California, and Atlanta, and more. The best part is, you could be next. Schedule a discovery call today at the website, innovationsofexcellence.com. Again, www.innovationsofexcellence.com.